Hello and welcome back to our daily devotion on the Psalms. Today I want to read a very different psalm, different from the past few ones that we've had. And the reason I chose this was to show the diversity, the extent, the variety of expressions of ways that people pray to God and the different moods that they have when they pray to God. So let's listen to this psalm, Psalm 6. And then see if you resonate with this psalm, whether you pray this psalm also, as you, whether you feel with this psalmist. Psalm 6 Lord, do not rebuke me in your anger, or discipline me in your wrath. Have mercy on me, Lord, for I am faint. Heal me, Lord, for my bones are in agony. My soul is in deep anguish. How long, Lord, how long? Turn, Lord, and deliver me. Save me because of your unfailing love. Among the dead, no one proclaims your name. Who praises you from the grave? I'm worn out from my groaning. All night long I flood my bed with weeping and drench my couch with tears. My eyes grow weak with sorrow. They fail because of all my foes. Away from me, all you who do evil, for the Lord has heard my weeping. The Lord has heard my cry for mercy. The Lord accepts my prayer. All my enemies will be overwhelmed with shame and anguish. They will turn back and suddenly be put to shame. I wonder whether you, how you felt at the, on Tuesday when we read about how lovely it is to dwell in the presence of God. When we heard of the psalmist testify of the joy the tranquility, even the gentleness that sparrows and swallows dwell in the house of the Lord, but how he yearned for it. And that yearning turned desert into rivers of joy. You can almost feel that deep gushing of joy when he comes to the presence of God. You know, there is nothing more frustrating than to hear someone talk about the goodness of God, experiencing the amazing promises, amazing miracles that God does about how it feels, how much joy there is in one's heart and not feel it at all. And this is exactly what I think the psalmist is going through. That there are times when everyone else experiences closeness with God, everyone experiences the joy of being in the presence of God and we just haven't the faintest idea, the faintest experience of what all that means. No joy, no answered prayer, no peace, no goodness. It's almost as though everyone deserves God's goodness. Everyone deserves to be loved by God, to have their prayers answered by God, except me. Each time you pray, you feel like your prayer just falls flat and God isn't there to hear you. It's sheer silence. I know of friends who have prayed earnestly for signs, for God to come and speak to them, to show them how real He is, or give them a feeling of His presence. And all they have is silence. I know of friends who hear of others who say, God answers every prayer, praise the Lord. I was sick and God healed me. I was penniless and God gave me money. And so many, many miracles in their lives. And all that happens to us when we pray is 
silence. No answered prayers. Pray that God will deliver us from our enemies and nothing happens. Our enemies overwhelm us. We are we are just taken advantage. We are just overcome by our enemies. We pray for healing. Healing doesn't take place. We just fall ill. We pray for a sense of peace, but instead of peace, we feel more anxiety, greater and greater anxiety. And when people say it's great to come into the presence of God, it's great to worship together with other Christians, all we feel is greater bitterness. Because while everyone is enjoying themselves in the presence of God, God seems far, almost dead from you. Sometimes it's just this feeling all your life that you don't deserve it. Everyone deserves goodness from God except me. I just don't deserve it because I am not a good person. But sometimes it's a real sin. Sometimes it's having sinned grievously against God and feeling and carrying that guilt all your life. I once counseled a person who could never feel God close because he had committed an offence in the past, he had gone to prison and he felt so ashamed and so guilty. I had another friend who had an abortion when she was young and ever since then she felt that God was after her, a murderer and wanting to destroy her. When she was pregnant with a kid, she expected an abortion because it was as though God was saying to her, you deserve the abortion because you killed my child. She was wrecked with guilt. Others have committed other sins and have felt undeserving of God throughout. But there are also those who have felt that they have not tried hard enough. And well-meaning Christians will keep saying to them, but God will answer your prayer, the earnest prayer, the prayer, earnest prayer of a righteous person. God will answer. And so you try, you try to be more and more earnest. You pray more, you fast, you do good deeds. God is still silent. And all the while people tell you, try harder, try harder. It just does not happen. You know what? Isn't it amazing that even when you are feeling that way, God is addressing how you are feeling. That God is telling you that you're feeling, you're not alone in that, in that situation. God is telling you that He knows what you are going through and that there are others who have gone through this, that all of us, sometime or other in our lives, have experienced that. It's a known phrase for it. It's called the dark night of the soul and all persons who know God experience this. The reason is, there's so many reasons for that. Sometimes it's resistance within ourselves. Sometimes it's a bitterness. Sometimes it's an unforgiven guilt. And sometimes it's simply that God wants us to wait that He might pour out and give real joy to us. Reasons are very, very diverse. And we shan't go into that, but what we can know today is that God understands. And God is teaching you, even in such a situation, to express yourself. That's the best thing that could ever happen. That even in the depression that you are in, even in the darkness that you are in, God is teaching you that there is a way to express this to Him. And He hears you. And He will eventually come 
to pour His blessings upon you. But you need to wait. I don't know how long. But it's not just waiting, it's crying to God, it's scolding God, it's telling God, God, how long? How long? My bones are aching. My tears are wetting my bed. God, how I wish that I could experience you the way others experience you. How I wish you could be close to me. How I wish I had the confidence to pray to you and you will answer me. And I say this, your cry to God is a very, very important cry. Much as there will be others who say how how fearfully and wonderfully made they are and rejoice in God, there will be others who talk about being in the presence of God and the joy of experiencing God. There will be many of us at different part times of our lives who will cry out with the psalmist, How long, Lord? How long will you rebuke me in your anger? Or discipline me in your wrath? Have mercy on me, Lord, for I am faint. Heal me, Lord, for my bones are in agony. My soul is in deep anguish. How long, Lord? How long? Turn, Lord, and deliver me because of your unfailing love. Among the dead, no one proclaims your name. Who praises you from the grave? I am worn out from my groaning. All night long, I flood my bed with weeping and drench my couch with tears. My eyes grow weak with sorrow. They fail because of all my foes. Away from me, all you who do evil, for the Lord has heard my weeping. The Lord has heard my cry for mercy. The Lord accepts my prayer. All my enemies will be overwhelmed with shame and anguish. They will turn back and suddenly be put to shame. If this prayer is a prayer for you, to you, be assured that God hears you and God wants you to continue talking to Him, even in the depths of your misery, of your longing, in your distance from God. I hope then that you will take time to talk to God and if this is not how you feel, if what you feel is always the joy of the presence of God, then pray for someone else who is in this situation because I know that you probably know of many who are in this situation. Pray this prayer for them and ask that God in His unfailing love will deliver your friend in due time. Well, I hope to see you on Sunday and um, this Sunday is back to 100 person. Eh? No, this Sunday is 50. This is the fourth Sunday. Yeah? Uh, 50 persons for those who are not vaccinated. If you are vaccinated, you are also welcome to join, but give a bit of time, sign a bit later, so that those who are not vaccinated can sign first. But I would love to see as many of you come together. Of course, if you are not sure of your health status, then do keep yourself safe. Otherwise, come and let's worship together. See you then. God bless you and goodbye.